Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, the boys finally meet the Devourer cult leader, Tahoe Man, and they find out what they're made of as they go up against a full-blown spellcaster. Find out if they live or die a horrible death. Also this week, I have part two of my series of what a GM and a PC should do before each role-playing session. Last week, I covered what a GM should do, and this week, I'm going to go through what a PC should do before a session. So I just came back from Gen Con, and I actually feel pretty good. Usually when I come back from Gen Con, sometimes I come back sick. You get what's called con crud, where you get some sickness because everyone there is coughing in your face and God knows what. Sometimes I come back just a lot of pain from carrying around a big backpack and doing miles and miles of walking. But I feel actually really good this year. I don't know why. I got to meet a whole bunch of people, a lot of fans, hung out with the Paizo people, got to play the specials, the two Pathfinder specials, and then the Starfinder special, even got to run a few fans of the show through some of the games, and a fun time was had by all. So obviously the biggest news this week was, well, Gen Con, as well as the Pathfinder playtest. I'm sure you guys all saw the review we did and listened to the review we did. In addition, I have a lot more coming your way. Just off top of my head, let me see. We have so much. I have interviews from Paizo about Starfinder. I have interviews from Paizo about the Pathfinder playtest. That's really long. I'm going to probably have that up on the show as soon as possible. I have us actually playing the Pathfinder playtest, which I'm going to have up. I have us playing Starfinder Society with two people from Paizo. i got to put that up. Oh, yeah, and then I have us playing Dead Sons. Oh, and by the way, we're also playing by post on the Roll for Combat Discord channel, Starfinder Society, as well as Pathfinder Playtest. So there is just a ton going on. I guess it was really quiet in July, and it's going to be really crazy in August. So what is the plan for the rest of the month? I'll be honest, I'm not exactly sure. I have so many things that I want to get up, but I have to edit everything. Just stay on the channel, stay on the website, just watch us. I'm going to be putting up all these things I talked about. We actually have a long time. I mean, the Pathfinder playtest is going on for months. So we're just going to continuously throw up what we play. And we're going to be playing everything from the Pathfinder Playtest Society games to Doomsday Dawn to even a few other things. Again, I have all those interviews with the Paizo guys. And of course, there's the Starfinder Society game, which I'm not going to forget because I have a really, really great one in the can that I just got to edit and throw up on the site. 
Oh yeah, and we're near the end of book two for Dead Sons, and book three is starting, and I'm going to get some Paizo people for that as well. So we just got a million things going on, so just stay alert and watch the website and listen to the podcast, and you're just going to get bombarded with everything Starfinder and Pathfinder related. But with that, let's get into the show. It's an extra long special episode because it's nearly the end of book two. And you're going to find out what's going to happen. Here we go. Last we left off, you guys managed to break into the temple. You killed everything that was left. You sort of set off some traps. You lived through an avalanche on the ceiling. You found every single room left in the temple. You found Dr. Solstarney, and you realized that the bad guy isn't there, that he went up the mountain to do something with all the communication gear that he brought with him. And he is now on top of the mountain doing something after he went into the temple, researched all the books that Dr. Solstarney now wants to check out. And you guys last left off that you wanted to go back up the staircase and then go across the roof, back down and do something. I forgot exactly what you wanted to do, but we had to stop before you can go do that. So, Well, we were considering getting Wayless and bringing him around, but I think we were, uh, it was suggested to us that the elf outside is a bit more aggressive than he was before. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Oh, you know what? You were right about that, though. I, I thought about it. It's been a little while since we did the elf. The elf probably might be okay because the elf, if I remember, was allowing you to sort of wander around outside as long as you didn't try to actually enter the uh, temple. Which, so of were... course, we would never, ever do. Right. We are decent people, and we keep our word. The only reason you've been able to successfully get in is because you went all the way around to the very, very, very back. And you managed to sneak in by climbing up the walls and climbing. Basically, you Spider-Maned in, which uh, I don't think anyone expected, including the writer. Because when I asked him about it at PaizoCon, he was like, huh. And he didn't think about that either, John Compton. Anyhow. Huh. Uh, well, what I was suggesting that we go outside, we retrieve Wayless, bring him around, and ha bring him in here to assist Dr. Solstarney in all of her research here, and it'll also keep Wayless safe when we go to where the princess is in another castle. Right. So. Excellent. So I have put you all in the um, that little that little observatory at the top, and if you look in the map, you see where it's blue. That's where that is on the map just to give you an idea. Right. So that's about 120 feet up in the air. So if you guys want to, actually, I'll just move you to where you are, and then you guys can show me what you're going to do as you move uh, across the roof and who's going to stay, if one person's going to go. Like, who's going to do what? Because things might happen. Well, um, I need to know, did I get a 10-minute rest to get my stamina back? John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, then I think just us going down where Wayless was and him coming up to where we were. I mean, we can make some knotted rope to make the uh, climbing checks a lot easier. Because I think that they were just going to go and we were just going to part ways. 
Yeah, whatever you want. I just, I'm just moving you up because last time you said that happens, and I said that doesn't just happen. There's things that might happen. Okay. You so know what? I'm going to take a healing just tell right me now. What you're going to do? I'm going to take a healing right now. Okay, because yeah, you're a little red. Uh, yeah, so. healing serum. I'm six points down. Let's see if we can get it back. And we get six points back. I'm liking this new uh, paradigm of me not rolling ones and twos every time I heal. The night is young. Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative Hiroji. Yes, That's it is. amazing. Yeah, I, you actually healed six. I don't think you've ever rolled a six in your healing. Yeah. You've rolled a one rolled and a well two and a seven. Time. I don't think you've ever rolled an eight. That's the other one. That's the yeah. holy grail of uh, healing is yeah. the eight. That'll be exciting. That will be exciting. When it happens on the 400th time we ever roll the dice. Wow, so what do you guys... only like our 50th session. So who's, uh, who's doing what? So that's where you guys are. So what do you guys think of that plan? Good plan. Climbing down a knotted rope. Um, yes. And... Possibly the same one we left there. Yeah. The, the... Keep in mind, Tuttle almost, almost fell off on the way up, but he, he's willing to try. Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone, Cheddar. Well, this will be a knotted rope. I think you had... Did you have... Pro I don't think we... I don't know. How do you fall from a knotted uh, rope? No, you used knotted rope. You did. You used a knotted rope last time. Because one of you climbed up. I think that was... Um, I don't even remember. It's been so long. Mo or Hiroji, one of the two. Yeah, it was either Mo or Hiroji climbed up, and then you put down the rope. But even with the rope, you had some trouble. And by the way, you look out, and to the west, across the area that you climbed, looks a lot worse for wear after the explosion that took down the roof. It doesn't look nearly as stable as it was before. All right, well, here's my Ugh. thing. Can't we just tie a rope around um, Dr. Tuttle's waist and lower him down? Well, yeah. Be baggage now? Yeah, we got Basically, we're going to put you in the baby basket and lower you down to safety. Yeah, we... we Normally, I would find that down. humiliating, but under the circumstances, I suppose I'll allow it. Good. You can. I'm just noting the rope is only, um, was it 50 feet? You are two ropes. I'm we gone. had two ropes. So you're 100 feet. Sorry, you had 100 feet plus knotted. So it's like, I forgot how much you lose when you knot it. It's like 80 feet or something. Um, you're 120 feet up in the air. And to get to the roof, go down to the roof and get to the side of the wall, that's another 70 feet. So you're on top of a very large cathedral. So you're going to have to get down, go to the wall, then get yourself down, which is fine. I just need kind of a game plan because you try. You can't go to the east because that's a sheer cliff. Can't go to the south because that's a sheer cliff. Can't go to the north because the elf is there who wants to kill or you. can we? I've got a great idea. Or you can go to the west, uh, but it looks like the ceiling is in really bad shape and you might fall through it. I'm very concerned because Baldrick has a cutting plan. I have a cutting clam. Oh boy. I am a hunter at heart. And I do not like the idea of running or fleeing from prey. So Oh Lord, this is gonna end badly. I think we need to take care of this elf. But can, could. can can I put in my veto now before I hear the plan? Like how? I was under the impression the elf almost one shot at one of us. Yeah, it, it, that's why yeah, our strongest was fun. red. How many yeah. grenades do we have left? We still have oh, the grenades oh, God. Do nothing. Uh, no, no, no. The grenades do no damage. They do one to two damage, and this guy's probably got uh, damage mitigation. Now, do you recall on the east side of this cathedral there is a trapped area? 
They could draw him into that trapped area and he'll get destroyed by it. Uh, no, so Starney said she was able to disable all the traps. Yeah, she, oh, she disabled the yeah, traps. Yes, that's it. why they brought her. I'm just trying to... I'm not poo-pooing your plan. Your plan is whatever you want to do is up to you. I'm, I'm just, willing to poo-poo his plan. Well, I'm just making <laughs> sure you remember. She was oh, literally right. brought to that's not right. only find the temple. Disarmed. There was dozens of traps. And in fact, that creature that you remember, the mountain elf, one of the bad guys accidentally set one of the traps off. And he got killed, and then the mountain elf was eating his remains. <laughs> so those are all gone because you didn't have to. You didn't encounter any of. Them. All but, right, I have a rifle. Well, you want, man? Well, hold on. Uh, let's 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 just get a, a lay of the land here. Okay, so I'm going to draw a, a path and ask Steve whether or not this path is. It seems like this uh, elf. What's his name? Uh, uh, Panelar, Panelar. Yeah. Uh, if Panelar is, um, he's he's not in line of sight. I mean, if he's up against the doors, he's probably not totally able to not see it. us. No, he's. You guys are not in line of sight at all. Okay, so we can go straight down like this. Yeah, yeah. You can. I see what you're doing. You're basically going to try to go down the the curved area. Yeah. I mean, try I don't to know miss what this the damaged looks like. area is. No, that's fine. Basically. That that area here, I'll, I'll I'll draw it. That's all a dome, okay? That's basically like domed. And then the other area to the west, that's completely flat where the offices are. So, and that's how a tuttle almost fell because you guys were climbing up the dome and had to make a check. So it was basically you had to climb up the wall and then you went like forty feet to the east on flat surface and then you had to climb up this dome. Like it was another um, uh, 70 feet to the very top to the observatory area, and then you climbed back down. So that is, you know, that sort of so you could picture that in your mind. All right. Well, it still should my plans should kind of work. I mean, yeah, your plan should work. All right. So can we say that we do that? Uh, sure. Sure. Why don't you guys put yourselves in marching order? Can I? Can, can we talk about the other? Oh, plan? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go no. ahead. Sorry. Uh, I do not believe we can. Or if we can, Chris, let me actually put in a codicil. After our minion is in, is safe and we have a plan for an exit in the event that your plan goes wrong, then we can talk about your plan. All right. Well, Mo will go down and get Waylos by himself. Love it. Like, that. there's no reason why he can't just go down the dome Go pick up Waylos, escort him to the dome, and you know push his ass as he climbs up the. Uh, uh, then we can talk about your plan because that way he's safe and we can, you can formulate your uh, strategy. I, I, I long for the hunt. Well, and 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 sure, we all respect the fact that you're clearly psychopathic. But at the same time, my concern is also fights that we don't need to get into. Yeah. We can easily avoid just before we're about to go face our biggest enemies, the ones that we've been hunting for weeks. Would that, wouldn't you prefer to come back for this completely unnecessary fight to, you know, uh, uh, feed your bloodlust or whatever it is your, your motivation is? Yeah, I mean, mm, perhaps. This, this guy probably doesn't have any treasure that you want. 
Um, no treasure whatsoever. Actually, yeah, I he talked does to have him. Treasure. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually talked to him, and his treasure is very, very unimportant. His, his, the treasure for me is his, is his head as a trophy. Uh, <laughs> that's on my <laughs> Okay, my bluff is a 23. What's your sense motive? No. Oh, PVP. Uh, oh, actually, I rolled d20. Hold on. Let me roll the bluff. Oh, my God. <laughs> actually, 25 is my bluff. Yeah, but that that was a that was a whopper of a lie, though. Ah! Uh, you said you uh, talked to him, and he has well, no treasure. Well, I didn't talk to him directly. I actually like sort of gave a great deal of observation of him. Here's the one thing that you do know, Chris Beamer, aka Hiroji. He was an elf Solarian, which means he literally has no weapons because he summons his weapons. So he has no weapon that you can take or use. I am not motivated by personal loot. I am motivated by the trophy that I can take from his dead body. Plus, his battle armor was ancient elven battle armor that is so old that it was archaic. So... He's a worthy prey. That you might be true, uh, but I will tell you that Mr. Uh, Mr. Rusty is completely right. Well, also, since I got 16 points of bluff higher than your sense motive, you really think I'm right. Right, but I don't care about that because I'm not. I'm not out, out for the treasure. I'm out for the killing it because I want to. Okay. Well, I did give you the rational conversation. You know that perhaps we should not have the unnecessary fight before we accomplish our goals, using up our resources. Yeah. Why? Uh, why do you want to kill this guy? I mean, I the glory of the hunt. How dare yeah, you? but we 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 engage this guy. Okay, if you want to melee him, then you melee. Oh him. no, I'm not melee. Okay. Him. No, no, yeah, no. he's he's one shotting us. Like, I don't melee. I he's don't do way melee. too high level. Uh, We've we're, already we're, we're tabling this till after the end of book yeah, two this anyway, is... and then Chris is going to solo him, so that's fine. Yeah. yeah. If I do solo him, you'll be embarrassed. Now, oh. I, I'll, I'll say I'll give you a high five. They will sing songs of me. Chris, Chris, At I'll bet funeral. you one dollar that you will not survive. How about that? Um, Where is that website? Venmo. <laughs> uh, Venmo. I, I got Venmo up and running. To receive just, a dollar. Just, just send me the dollar now. <laughs> that's, that's to receive a dollar. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Uh, all right. Well, we'll deal with it later because we do. It does seem like these guys left in a hurry, and there probably is a time issue here. So. Yeah. Uh, so can I say that I'm doing that? Yes. Yes. You were probably one of the. Well, anyone can do it. So go where you're gonna go. Well, I'm a better climber than anyone. So you're you're by far the best climber because you got the claws and the tail. In the mouth. Perhaps when we get back to our ship, we can paint a yellow streak down the back of it. Do we need to? Do I need to roll at all? No, you're fine because you're so yeah. high. You can just do it. Yeah, I, I didn't think so. Okay, so uh, Wales, does he make the climb, or I'll let you handle that. He falls to So you just throw it down. He's just gonna pull him up. Well, actually, no. We don't have any extra rope. That rope is. Up there. Oh, so you're uh, ours... c- carry him up. So you're gonna go up. Yeah, he can Whatever. climb that. So you're gonna go down. No, I'm not going down. He can climb oh, up. Oh, you're just gonna call. The... Okay, so he's gonna climb. Oh yeah, he's fine. I'm going to encourage him to not fall. Oh, he rolled the twenty. He, he climbed up the. Yeah, no, he rolled well. He's uh, he's pretty agile. I meant, you know, he might not be good with the uh, the fighting, but he he makes more a... the thinking. More the thinking, but he makes a mean <laughs> omelet, and he does know Elvish. Yeah. And uh, he, he's come in handy. He's All right. Come in handy. He saved Hiroji's life once. Yeah. Well, join yeah. the club. All right. So, can we get him up there? 
Uh, sort of. <laughs> he's trying to climb up the side. Let's see what happens. So he's climbing up the side of the dome with you. And... I'm underneath him. Oh, you're underneath him? Well, if he falls, I might be able to make some crazy strength check to catch him. Okay, give me a reflex save. As like he movie. slips and falls off the tiles because some of them are loose from mm -hmm. the explosion. My plan's starting to look better and better all the time. It's not a, a strength. It's a reflex? No, it's reflex because okay. you have to reflex to grab him. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, I will say, because you were behind him, you managed to grab him by the arm right before he slipped through a crevice that appeared underneath the tiles that fell, and he almost fell down into the cavern below. For God's sakes, man, get a hold of yourself! Focus! He's like, oh, oh, thank you, Mr. Mr. Moe. Uh, 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 it would be too much to ask if I could go on your back and you could, uh, you know, do, just carry me. Uh, sure, I'll do that. Oh, thank you, Mr. Moe, thank you. Uh, I wouldn't normally ask, but, you know, uh, uh, these heights, and uh, I just uh, almost fell to my death there. <laughs> oh. Over the intercom, you hear Rusty mumbling to himself about, you know, coming up with that plan. Anyhow, uh, that manages to work. You can easily climb him up, and yeah, he rolled a two, so he would have fallen. But you didn't fall. That would have you wanted to kill him. I just did the damage. It's, it actually would have survived the fall, but it definitely would have been a lasting impression. Anyhow, all right, he's here. Now what? Uh, we'll take him down to his his old mentor, well, colleague, professor, something like that. Uh, Doctor Solstarney. Yeah. Okay, Doctor Solstarney meets. Reunion. Mr. Wallace, and they're like, they're all happy. They were already talking in the comms, and they're like, give each other a hug. She can't believe he came to rescue her. She's so thankful for everything he's done. And she's just going on and on about how brave and how wonderful he is. Oh, and you guys too. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, I think this is just a wonderful greeting. And Wayless, um, we're still hungry. If you could get to work. He's like, oh, don't worry, sir. And he pulls out, uh, what is it, the llamas bread and all the other things he pre-made for you so that you have little snacks on the go because he prepared and was ready for this. Yo, Ugh, elf food. I hate elf food. All right, fine. Oh, but it's so good and nutritious for you. Not happy about anything. All right, so uh, do they seem to be happy in research? Oh, God, they're going to be like, yeah, they're going to be thrilled to death. They can spend their whole lives in this. Uh, so they're in their natural habitat, and they're safe. And uh, Yeah, they're we'll safe some for now. Food Tuttle's, Tuttle's a little bit envious. He, he almost wants to stay and do research. <laughs> they're like, like, Dr. Tuttle, please, please join us. We can, we can spend days, weeks even, just researching and finding out all about this lost civilization. And look at it's, this. It's, it's, tempting, it's, but it's tempting, but someone's got to keep these idiots in line so yeah oh, well well i gotta go up the hill with them oh well uh, uh may maybe cheddar could join you i think he's got some excellent academic degrees yeah uh cheddar uh cheddar's no, cheddar a with me. dead we're a package deal yeah it's, right. so, it's up to you guys so anyhow dr solstarney and wallace are very happy to be reunited she seems to finally have gotten over this like I don't know, moroseness or just sort of, you know, 
being captured and dragged through the jungle and everything. Between the fact that she knows she's going to be alive, you killed everyone, and now she has a friend and familiar face with her. She is she's kind of coming out of her shell, and she's really excited. And they start researching the notes. Okay, so that's good because actually Willis has all the food, so he can uh, fatten her up too. Yeah, and plus um, both of them know Elvish and Ancient Elvish, so they actually are going to be able to easily decipher this and figure out what the heck he was doing. And they say, oh, this is great. He made such a mess of things. Normally we would poo-poo that. It's because, oh, it's such it's such horrible academic work to leave everything a mess like this. But actually now we can easily see what he was researching. Right, Doctor? Yes, yes, definitely. Oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, oh, oh. Then they, they're like quickly like grabbing the notes and comparing things and um, they say, well, oh, come back to us uh, in a few hours. Hopefully we'll have a preliminary report and then we'll put together a final report in a day or two. Oh, yes. Uh, maybe sooner. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, they, they don't have to repeat themselves. Mo is already headed down the rope. He doesn't want to. That's more than he can take from academic types. Okay. <laughs> All right. So they're safe and sound. They're deep inside the temple. What are you guys going to do? All right. I'm ready. I'm ready to head out. And I guess we're going to leave the rope up. Yeah. Where'd Rusty go? Sorry. Rusty's trying to kill himself by jumping off the side. Yes, yes. All right, all right, so we're now headed. Oh Thank rolls. you for the damage. Ah, 66 damage. That's nothing. Now I'm rolling multiple. I'm just rolling multiple d20s to see what's going on on something. To who who failed their climb me. check? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Saying a lot of twos and threes in these rolls. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to say the only one that might have had some trouble was Tuttle. Naturally. But I presume Mo could do what he did with. Uh, yeah. With uh, just piggyback on me. And just either piggyback him because he is so tiny and light, or he can, you know, like watch out for him. And you've done this enough. It wasn't too bad. You kind of have a. You kind of have a uh, pattern down. It's sort of a method to go up and down since you've done it like four times now. So yeah. it's not too bad. It's You're getting the hang of it. Mo is happy to climb. He likes to be able to use that skill. All right. Well, uh, are we all down on the ground? Terra firma? Yep. All right. Um, I guess we're going to uh, Head up the hill skim to over here. I will, yeah, we're gonna... I will stealth on the way by. Yeah, I'm going to just... Uh, Stay out of the way here. Most tiptoeing. All right. As you get to, whoop, go back. As you get to there, where you're about, I don't know, about 20 feet, you hear commotion coming up from the front. And you hear what sounds like heavy equipment being dragged or rolled <laughs> down the hill. And you hear and see some people coming. All right. Well, we may be fighting here. Give me a perception. Actually, Rusty and Mo can give me perceptions because there is a bit of cover in front of you, but that hill is actually up. It goes up and around the mountain. It's hard to explain because it's not actually on the map. Uh, Rusty doesn't do so great. Yeah. Mo gets a 20. What are we rolling? Perception? Yeah, you can roll perception. Everyone can roll perception. Although Hiroji seems to be all the way in the back. Holy moly. Hiroji, 29. All right. From the bushes, from coming down the path, you see the following. We see the shrubbery move. Pretty much. 
You see two cultists carrying extremely large, bulky equipment that looks like a transmitter or computer of some sort in several pieces between them. Behind him, from about 15, 10 feet, and these guys are also up in the air because they're coming down a hill, so you can see them over the cover of the low walls that are sort of this town that disintegrated. You see what must be the man described to you as Tahomen, which was the leader of this cult. He appears to have, oh, blood on him, including some strange blood patches on his face. He also has green hair. He appears to be Lashunta. And if the other guys were dressed to the nines in death, and other, you know, skulls and other fun items like that. This guy has brought it to 11. He is like, uh, he's going all out when it comes to nastiness. We'll put it that way. Reavers. Goddamn Reavers. More Lashenta scum. Yes. That's right. Hey. <laughs> Never trust a Lashenta. He actually has pretty cool things. On his knees, he has spikes. So he has like these kneecaps and they're actually spikes coming out. He has huge spikes on his shoes as well. So he can kick you or knee you to death. He has a gigantic skull on his chest. He has spikes coming out of his shoulders. His hair is white, green, and red. He has blood splots like all over his body and face. And yeah, he looks very, very friendly. Yeah, he really was done up by the Mad Max wardrobe department. I mean, this is this is pretty impressive, actually. Yes. Um, <sighs> let's see. Can I'm sorry. Go ahead with your description. I he sees you easily because he's above you. He's like well oh, above you, fifteen great. feet. That, that answers my next question. And he says to you out loud, "Well, well, well. The heroes have arrived." You're too late. <laughs> My plan has already come to fruition. There's nothing that can stop me now. And he has a detonator in his hand, and he pushes the button. Oh, no. And nothing happens. <laughs> ha! He looks at the detonator, and he just shrugs his shoulders and throws it aside. He says... Oh, you've managed to defeat my cultists inside, I see. No matter. I guess I'll just have to do it instead. <laughs> you guys going to say anything? Or are you just going to stand there? Uh, I'm not? enjoying the monologuing, I think. You know, I want to let the evil villain continue with his, his you know, rant before I get into a fight. Tuttle's not about the trash talk life, so. Yeah. Yeah, Rander's gonna rant, rant, rant. We're just waiting for combat, combat, combat. I can't, I can't even see these guys though, right? Because I'm blocked by. Yeah, the I, no, I don't you know actually what can see them. We have line you, of sight. rolled an amazing perception, and these guys are 15. Okay, Here, I'll put a little numbers on it because they're up a ramp. So I'll show you where they are. Oh, they're up, they're up a hill. Yeah, they're up a ramp. It's a hill that goes up to the top of the mountain. So just picture this. This is a very large mountain. You guys are maybe I don't know five, six hundred feet up. And the mountain where this temple was, and then there's another ramp that goes up to the very tippy top, and supposedly that's where the observatory was, where they actually 
like visited, not visited, but actually looked at the stars and did all these star maps and, you know, worshipped. So that's where they went. And you know this because of Dr. Solstarny and they're coming back down. So they're, they're literally on their way back with this equipment. So let me give you them heights so you know where they are. So you can clearly see them because they're above the ground. Like they're on a, they're on a fairly steep ramp up. So although there's a low cover in front of you, those are low cover, those walls. They're not full cover. You can actually just, you know, you can just see him through the low cover. So you have, you have total line of sight. I say surrender now or there will be trouble. Excellent. And I, and I actually I pull out my uh, Sure and I um, uh, sniper rifle. Okay. That sounds like an intimidating. Yeah, I, I would like to uh, attack. That's most okay. That's how that uh, I actually want to sense motive. You guys can do whatever you want. He looks at you and says, "My Lashunta friend, join me, and we can rule this galaxy forever in terror and death and destruction." Hmm. Uh, I, I want to sense motive on Hiroji now. I, I take it back because I think can't trust a, uh, one of these Lashunta at all. Lashunta scum. It might be a little out of your range. All right, so sense motive twenty. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you think? You pulled out the well, gun. What do what, I think? Who that are Chris you going to shoot? What do I think Hiroji is going to do? I don't know. What does Hiroji think? Hiroji, you took out that gun. Are you aiming at the bad guy or uh, your own people? Uh, unclear. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Chris is going. Well, your bluff of 20 and my sense motive of 20. I can't remember which wins. All right. I think, ah, I, think I think you win, but uh, you're actually yeah. far. You're far, very far from me. I'm like way in the That's back. true. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. True. You got tons of cover. So yeah. Chris is saying, but think of the power. <laughs> Unlimited power. All right. Um, well, can I attack? Yeah, you guys, if you guys want to start combat, he's sitting there. He, These two guys, they put down. So let me paint the picture. The two cultists have put down the heavy equipment. And you can see it's kind of blocking the passage up. There's no way to get through it. So there's two guys and then very large equipment. And that's that's a good 70 feet in front of you. He's then further up the hill, a good 10 feet behind those guys. So you're going to either have to get through those guys or around them or something. And he has in his hand, well, he had in one hand the, the detonator, which he threw away. He has a weird-looking, horrible pistol, which you can actually see in the picture, Ooh. in his other hands that you've never seen before. And it looks really nasty. And he also has, like, these exactly looks like the Mad Max gas masks <laughs> and other things on his armor. And his armor looks awesome, by the way. Oh, I forgot to mention one small thing. He's glowing with electric energy that's, like, surrounding his entire body. Now you can go. That seems like an important detail. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Okay, you guys can go now. Yeah, that explains the electro dialogue. So, all right. I'm Waiting for combat. I mean, I will. I will yell out. Last chance. Drop what you have and surrender, and yeah. we might let you live. Yeah. It's like no. ah, they're not gonna live. You don't take me up on my offer. Fine then. Let us all join sweet oblivion. Roll for combat. They they want the they want the oblivion. All right. Well, I appear to be going first. No. No, Whalos uh, goes first. Oh my god. 
Why is he? He's not. Get him out of there. Oh, Wayless. He wants to be part of the combat. All right, hold on. Hirochi goes first. Dr. Sultani doesn't need to be there. Beautiful. I am going to use a full round action and fire my tactical rifle at uh, the guy on the right. The cultist on the right. Okay, I gave that. The range on that is 250 feet, so it's well within range. That is correct. Well within range. You're about 105 feet from him, so you're well within range. All right. You have a clear line of sight because he's up on a hill, and you shoot him. What type of ammo is that? It's KAC, right? Yeah, it's kinetic. Excellent. You hit for a 17 and do... Minimum damage. Minimum death. Three points of damage. At least I hit. Now that's a that's an attack. That was a Long good attack. Range. Long range. I love it. I can't use my trick attack though. We can't use trick attack with sniper rifle, unfortunately. No, no. But it's cool. Well, I mean, it was actually it a nice cool. attack. It just uh, are you going to move really towards the enemy at this time? I, I can't move. I, I can't. Full round action. Oh, full all right, there you go. Yeah. Um, just that for Chris, you actually can do. A standard attack, and but you will get a you only get a minus two because I think it's seventy is the normal range. It's seventy five. I probably could have mo- I could have moved and shot, done yeah. it. They're within. It's I'm just figure. I figure I'll take a shot here. They'll probably close, and then I can move up a little. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. I was thinking about climbing up the dome actually, just pegging them. You could do that too. Yeah, you still do that. Mo, you're up. Um, how much cover do these walls in front of me uh provide? If you're right I... now, well, from him, nothing. Well, well no, like but how high two. are they? Low cover, like if I move two. up to them, plus two AC. That's not really a lot. I can't close. But the if gap. they're next to you and they're like, if you guys are next to each other fighting, there's no cover. It doesn't work. Low cover only works if you're further away. If you're like, it's basically if you're next to each other with low cover between you, there's no cover. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. Let's see. I would not have had my artillery laser uh out. No way. Um, Not after you just climbed. No. Uh, so, uh, no, he default carries his pike. So, uh, he's going to move. I s- assume that has cover for him, but they don't have cover there. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, cover. Like, Mo has a little bit of cover okay. from there. All right. So, well, and I'm going to get out the um, artillery laser and take a shot. Okay. Can I shoot him from my uh, position? Uh, uh, yeah, you're gonna. Cover? Yeah, no, you 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 can find because that's low cover, so you're not gonna hit. You have a f- clean line of sight. Okay, just him. make sure. And I'm gonna make a uh, knowledge check military, uh, and regard their armor, like the the boss's armor. Does he have anything interesting? Uh, sure. Give me a check. Just roll a d20. I'll do the rest. 14 plus 5, 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's wearing a, a D-suit. Um, a D-suit is awesome. I'm looking up a D-suit right now. Is that something in the core rules? Yes. Is it heavy armor? No. Armor. No, it's a D-suit 1? D-suit 1. Oh, okay, that's that's pretty good. All right, so um, decent, decent. Um, okay. D-suit or... Disembarkment suits are designed for spacefarers who expect to leave their ship and visit planet's surface. Most D-suits are jumpsuits or flight suits worn under reinforcement breeches, heavy boots, a thick jacket. Helmet or rebreather and utility belt with attached holster complete the outfit. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. That's actually that, that's like 
Now you're starting to get the cool armor. That's like the that's like the cool. That's what the cool people wear. Yeah. Oh, this is light armor. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's why. Okay, so you guys are your mouths ought to be watering over that. It's a plus five for uh, energy defense and plus six for uh, kinetic. Wow, that's a good thing for you. Uh, Cheddar's not up. There'll be Tuttle. So hold on. It's actually not Tuttle. Cheddar will go when Tuttle goes. Tahoe Man goes now. He looks at you and says, <laughs> First thing he says as a free action is like, Elf boy, kill these interlopers for me, will you? And he's talking to the other oh, elf guarding the front of the temple. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the first thing that happens. The next thing that happens is, hold on. I am rolling up a new character right now, so... Yeah, you might want to roll up a new character. He <laughs> casts a spell. Dun, dun, dun. What? And he, they have spells in Starfinder? You wouldn't think, considering you guys have never, ever done it. So he conjures up a spinning disc made of pure shimmering force and throws it right at Rusty. So, magic missile. No. Much worse. Spinning, it's the flying guillotine. Oh, you'll see. Alright. Fires no. it at Rusty. Hits you for 16, barely. And oh my does god. 8 points of damage, low damage, 3d6. So, but it did actually need, uh, it needed actually a to hit roll. That's something. All he right. hit a 16, he used a 16 yeah, yeah, for his hit. Yeah. It then ricochets off of Rusty and goes after Tuttle. Oh my god. And hits Tuttle for a 28 for 10 points of damage. It then ricochets off Tuttle and goes after Cheddar. These it's rolls the are ridiculous. It These does... rolls are ridiculous. Well, he only yeah, rolled well, 6 points of damage. They're 2 18, and 14. That's and then within a range. it ricochets off Cheddar and goes after Hiroji. Can I get some cover there, maybe? He misses. Oh, thank God he misses. <laughs> it's a higher, higher, uh, it's harder to hit and less damage with each ricochet. Oh, my God. So, that's it something. Can I, make, can I make some kind of roll to see what yeah, that is? You're like gonna wanna, yeah, you're going to need a Mystic for that. Um, I have that. I have that. I have Mystic ability. Um, Hold on a second. In skill. It is a normal spell. It actually is just a normal spell. That wasn't even yep. special ability. Spells are good, man. Yep. Well, it was speaking aloud, speaking aloud plus a spell. That's an action. All right. And now Rusty right. is up. So my first order of business, I say, nice try, evildoer. We all know that you're not the real Talaman. Palomar is not going to be fooled by this. Of course, obviously, the real Talaman is inside the temple. You're just an imposter who took him hostage. Bluff check. Wow. I'm impressed. Uh, I can add D6 to that, or I can re-roll it. Uh, it's 50-50. D6. Nice. 32 bluff. Thank God he rolled a good... That's good. Are you trying to get your uh, flat foot in this? No. I'm making a bluff check. He ordered Palomar to attack us, and I am telling Palomar that's not the real Tahaman. You don't have to obey him. I am lying. So you tried the bluff to Palomar? Of course. Oh, 
Okay. And by the way, 32. Oh, okay. Good job. We'll find out what happens when it's his turn. Of course. Uh, actually, I'm pretty confident of that. And at this level, a hard DC is 25. I cleared 30. Okay, so that was a standard action to make an active bluff check. So I have a move action, and I'm going to move to behind this wall and make sure all of my... And I'm going to draw a Mark II shock grenade to have in my hand. <laughs> nice. I like uh, this group. Okay. You done? Shock the monkey. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That was me. So you go behind the low cover. I will crouch if needed. Oh, uh, we have a horrible, horrible elf thing coming. Well, I was trying to deal with that. Uh, the cultists are at the base of the trail. And in between them is that huge, bulky um, machine. And after getting hit... They... I'll see a huge, bulky machine. Bulky commune. It's a thing in the center. It's literally the thing in the center. That's what's going Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, gotcha. Right. Bulky comm unit. That's, that's literally... Bulky communist unit? Yes. As in communication unit. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. I'm clicking John, on the wrong thing. You're a little <laughs> too aggressive here. No athletics checks are needed right now. Oh, boy me. Boy me. We need to pull out some stuff. Yeah, we're, we're in big trouble. We're probably going to have to re-roll. That's okay. I'm ready to try out new characters. What? What are you worried about? <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm worried about a lot of stuff. I'm worried about the elf guardian. Uh, yeah, the Solarian. elf was already enough trouble on his own. and now Yeah, it's... he's coming in to, for business. And I, I'm worried that I'm going to be somewhat cowardly. Like, I may not be combat effective right now. Um, The cultists, wait. Cultists have their guns out, and they're just crouching oh, down, sucks. getting ready. I'm going to go ahead and hit the button. See if I can get some healing yes. or some bark scan or something like that. Hit nice. the button. I love the button getting hit. We're so One shy. D10 to, to hit the button. Seven. That's not so bad. That is the unlikely holdout weapon. Cheddar gains a special melee combat arm. Deploys armed with a two-handed advanced weapon of its choice, whose level is equal to or less than the drone. So you can choose a two-handed advanced weapon melee. Might I suggest a pike? I think that's what I went with last time. It yeah. has the reach, so I think I'll do the pike again. An excellent selection. So, yeah, you choose the pike... And Cheddar goes now. That's a that's your standard. So unless you want to move, otherwise you can now do stuff with him. I'm just gonna stay where I am for now. Okay, Cheddar too. Cheddar moves north towards the fellers. Yeah, Cheddar's gonna take us and see what he can do. Fellas, hey, fellas, hey. Yeah. Okay. We need to actually build a self-destruct unit inside of Cheddar so that we can send him at the enemy and just blow him up remote. That might be one of the things right, that happens. So what are the, what's the kind of climb check I need to climb back up onto this thing? Oh, no. Not yet. No, 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 no. That's Veto. a round three move, Veto. not a round one move. Uh, I'm asking. Not you guys. I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Get in there and fight, you coward. I mean, I wish I could have my own personal channel. Well, <laughs> DC 10, but you're going to have to put away your weapons. And last is you had your sniper rifle out. So. And, and it was ready. Well, could I try climbing with my weapons? Is that a minus or something? I don't know. Well, you need two hands to climb. 
And how how much can I climb in it? And how high is it? Like Chris, take out that goddamn magic user. It's sixty feet high, and on a successful check, you move half your land speed across the surface. And if you fail the check by four or more, you make no progress. Five or more, you fall. And that you must have two hands free. You can climb and then pull out a small arm or cast a spell with one hand. No, so, I don't want any of those options. Sound horrible. All right. Um, well, uh, I, I do have a shot on these guys from here, yes? Yeah, you hit them last time. I think you just did minimum damage. I mean, get even one with... neg- you would get a minus two increment on Tahoe Men because uh, it's a range increment past seventy. For your but if I but if I take a full round action, it can I, it, the range goes to two hundred fifty feet, which is sick. I don't think so. I think it takes two because it takes a move action to reload. No, no. So it's a it's a, it's a there's no reload. It's a full round action. Well, no, you have to reload. There's only there's one. No, there's only there's one no bullet. Reload. Yeah, there is. It is only there? has one bullet. Yep. You have to reload. What? Yeah, that's why sniper rifles are slow. Yeah. Yep. It takes. That's why when. That's why when the person was hitting you, when that sniper was hitting you, she was doing it once every two rounds because she would spend one round reloading and then the next round doing the full round action. So it's it's done on purpose. You only have one bullet, so you can now you have two options. You can reload and then attack next round as a full round action, or you can reload and attack now and get a minus two. All right, I will do that. Um, yes, I will reload and shoot. Okay, you reload and shoot. And they only hold one bullet. Uh, it's, God, such a, you know, it's, what, what year is it? I mean, there's so many semi-automatic sniper rifles nowadays. But anyways, uh, I'm going to shoot the one that I shot before, which I think was the guy on the right. Are you shooting? You're not shooting the boss? You're shooting the cultist? I, I'm going to shoot a cultist. Okie dokie. Boss is like, I mean, so maybe this guy's not within the minus two range, right? Coltis is 95 away, so. Yeah. Like, they're all, yeah. they're all. Yeah. And he shoots the cultist. You hit 21 right. for three points three of damage. Some minimum right. damage, really? Yeah, I think that's twice in a row you've done minimum damage. He's done. Uh, did, he's rolled did, a did, one did. on damage twice. This is insane. On a 1d10. See, I'm confused because Roji's been talking about how I don't do enough damage. So I assumed that was he was talking. Oh, I mean, I'm rolling a D10. I mean, you sure, know. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, I imagine that's true. I don't know. I'm seeing three damage. So I don't know why you'd claim it's a D10. But... I don't know how. Mo is up. What's Mo gonna do? Oh, these fucking cultists! I don't know. I thought they were gonna get out of my way. Okay, so I tried. Let's, I tried. let's talk about this. Uh, bulky comm unit um this is the only way we're going to survive is if i get this stupid uh tahoman or whatever his name is okay so how how tall is that thing it's like six feet tall six feet tall yeah you can't go through it you can maybe if there's like bull rush or whatever it is overcharge or whatever well i'm gonna if i if i perform in athletics i can jump vertically for a dc of 24 which is quadruple now, correct me if I'm wrong about this. I'm reading, if I'm reading this right, it's four times the uh, height of an object is the DC. Uh, and I do have a 10 minute uh, or 10 foot uh, running uh, head start, definitely, if I do a double move. So you're going to try to jump over the bulky 
equipment to try to get to Tahoe. Well, actually, uh, yeah, because I mean, if these guys hit me as an attack of opportunity, I don't think if I'm jumping, if I f- if I'm climbing, I fall. If they hit me while I'm jumping, I don't know if that negates anything because I make my DC check. I do clear it. Okay, so I have plus 11. Okay, and it's a DC uh, 24. Well, that's that's a decent... God, I am so flanked if that happens. I'm just surrounded by these guys. I'm going to move and just take my pike. That I, I don't think I can do that. It's probably easier to take one of these uh, guys out, so that's what I'm going to do. What is the charge mechanic in Starfinder? Uh, charge is... It's not a straight line, so I can't perform it. I can't go around. Well, I've got to go around this corner. Oh, there's a corner. There. Yeah. Okay. I'm blocking it on the screen in front of me. I see. Okay. Yeah. Got it. It's a so. full action, and all it does it allows you to make a single attack, and you take a minus two penalty in the attack roll, and a minus two on your AC. But you can go a greater distance. Yeah, I get it. All right. As soon as you get over there, their ready actions go off, and they shoot you. Oh. Uh, Don't worry about it, Joe. Right. One attacks you. Well, when I say that, I'm saying if you die, I mean, Chris and I already have our escape plans. So I'm not worried about these guys. Not too much. Well, they shoot. You should, you should, you should worry. They shoot their hey, shotguns at five. you. I thought they had I shot you three. a five for a 10 and missed you. And then one shot you with a 16 and missed you. Actually, a 21. With well, 21, right. So, 16 yeah. out of 21. Yeah. Okay. They, he they missed you with a 21. A lot. You're fine. Uh, Don't worry. It's a Don't moving target. That. Moving target. Uh, now I'm thinking I can't move through them, correct? There's no ability that gives me that. Yeah, I mean, combat maneuver. Everything's combat maneuver, so... I'm going to do that. Well, it's probably too late now because, hold on. Well, I mean, as a double move, and I can't even remember which one of these guys have taken the most damage. Do you guys know? All right, there's a whole bunch of things. Bull rush is you knock the target back five feet. Yeah, yeah, I already know that. that There's dirty trick where you can do all these things to them. Grapple, reposition, whereas you change the target's position within five feet. So you could actually like move them out of your way. Trip, tight defensively. You know what? Defense. Yeah, none of that is going to help because they get a move before me anyway. So they're just going to reposition. I'm just going to attack. There, there's nothing fancy. I know, I know what you're trying to do. It's. Um, I mean, I mean the only way. Okay, guys, my charge. thinking, just not to Steve, but the other guys. Uh, what I was thinking is that if we can kill this uh, magic user, we can break the spell. Yes, that's, that's being correct. held on uh, Yes, you're right. But Hiroji has to do more than three points of damage every time. That's, that's not enough, Hiroji. You got to roll better. Don't shame him. Okay, go ahead and shame him. Yeah. Shame, shame. What you want to do is, right, the only way you can do it, so that's all gone. Like, the overrun is gone. It's now tumble, yeah. which is what I thought it was. And the DC is 20 plus one, one half of the opponent's CR. And so you can tumble through their square. Oh, is that part of a movement? Or how much of a movement phase does that... Uh... Usually acrobatics is a half... You can move half your speed and... Tumbling your... is a move action and you move half your speed. So you can move and now you can move again, but then you're done. You can't attack. 
So you can move up there and attack, or you can move up there and then try to tumble through these guys. I'm going to... Oh, boy. What should I do? Hey, can I get a uh, reminder how much... Have we hit these cultists at all? I seem to think we You have. hit the cultists on the right twice. I have. For minimum damage. And actually, Talman was hit once. I don't know who hit him. I did. Okay, hit well, him. so this. So three right, hits. So I'm, I'm going to hit the one on the right. I, I think it's... No, one, no, no one's doing shit. This except fancy for stuff is not going to work. So here we go. No fancy, no fancy punts for you. Yeah. Okay, you do that. You do your fancy. Go, go, Mo. After all that, oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. oh my god! After all that, no, after that's all a huge thing. That. I softened him up. First of all, first of all, uh, how? What did I roll? Um, I rolled all uh, the nineteen, 19. And he did sixteen points of damage. Okay, sixteen points of damage. I rolled a. Uh, all right, that's good. I, I rolled a Okay, as a free action, I say, Hiroji, good job. You definitely weakened him down that he was able to be. I can't hear you. Quickly. Thank you. I don't usually like compliments, but I'll take this one. Pelinar goes. He's looking at you guys, and he's walking towards you. Slowly. Oh, I'm glad he's walking. Slowly. Oh, that's so good. He walks 10 feet, 15 feet. And he's just standing there. His weapon, solar weapon, appears in his hands as he is a Solarian. He's crackling with energy. And he's just sort of watching you all. But he's not doing anything yet. Oh. He's not actually going near you. He's just watching you. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's it. That's literally his full. <laughs> that action. is so good. All, All right. right, that works for now. I don't even care what the story is behind that. Tahoman looks at Mo and says, "Oh, you managed to kill one of our minions. Congratulations! You'll join him shortly." God, it sounds like I'm battling the common cold here. And then he uh, he casts a spell at you. Spell gets cast. Give me. Put a spell on you. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I see it and make a spell sure. check? Do a will save on Mr. Mo. Will save of fourteen. Fourteen. That's in the neighborhood. Not even it's in close. The Hold on. Circumstance <laughs> bonus. Not even I just close. got. I killed one of his guys. He, he does feel very, very. You're right. You feel great. Awesome. You feel great as you get hit for. Wow, that was a terrible roll. A 2d10. I rolled one and a nine. What are you talking about? That's exactly average. Terrible, terrible roll. Come on. I'm not, I'm not getting any freebies here. You get hit in your brain. Your brain feels like it's melting. Melting. What a world. What a world. And uh, Did uh, we get a uh, spell check on that, uh, Hiroji? Yeah, sure. Do mysticism, Hiroji. What a world! What manner of malady has struck me, Chris? I, I would like I would like to do that. Okay, well then roll your check. All right, hold on. Yeah, one he melted Mo's brain. He melted Mo's brain, and then he takes a guarded step away from Mo, as he does not like Mo. Nineteen. Nice. I don't even know if that's going to be enough. That's just mind thrust. Yeah, that's the good old Plan A mind thrust. 
Mine thrust is very Mine thrust, the bacon and eggs of Technomancy. Yes. Uh, Rusty is up. Okay. Mo puts his hands on his hips. Well, uh, fire in the hole. I'm sending my level two mark. Uh, sorry, my mark two. My level two shock grenade. I'm throwing it to hit the three remaining targets. Show me where. Oh, I actually selected the square that's one to the south of him. But the corner that's going to get all three remaining without hitting Mo. Okay. Yeah, one of them is not a guy. One's a thing. I apologize. Uh, one to the south of the thing. Not the one from the Fantastic Four or the one in the John Carpenter movie or, you know. No, the, the south of the thing is not, is not where you want to put that. All right, you actually barely hit because there was two rage increments, but you okay. actually barely managed to hit. Nice, rusty. So, but, but as a matter of fact, this is horseshoes or hand grenades. So yes. close Are enough you is a in hit. Hand <laughs> yes, I am. I'm very proficient in hand grenades. I am not, and I bum a cut every day. Uh, it is D12 damage. It is D12, and they have a DC 14 and I rolled half. a three. I have a D12, and I rolled a three. That's not a one. Uh, welcome to my world. Well, Tahoe Min makes his save, and the cultist does not. So he does take one. Great. There's another cultist, actually. Cultist takes full three points of damage as he gets by the, ele- the electricity crackling through him. As does Tahoe Min. As does the equipment. The equipment takes damage. Hmm. Uh, maybe Ooh, that's, that's not a good too. thing. Not happy about that. Wait, there's other cultist, cultist is dead. He's dead. No, I mean, there were three cultists on the screen. And, no, there's two cultists. No. Nope. Two oh. cultists and a boss. There's right. never been... Three. That are alive. Oh, on my screen, I see three. Okay, there it is. One's dead, but I see two living on the boss. No. Oh, the one in the middle is a comm unit, is what you should Got it. see. Okay, no, that's what was confusing me. Then. Are you moving all right, at all? Cool. Uh, not this round. Uh, I am preparing the following round. I'm going to do another bluff uh, against uh, his nibs. Alrighty, I'm going to move up while pulling out my weapon. Do it, Dr. Tuttle. And then I'm going to give Cheddar two moves to try to get him up to the fight. Cheddar, can you go right in front of Mo? No, I can move through him. We have a small pro. I don't want to just pull him up there just right so he can get hit. That's not no. fun. Actually, I'm going to park him here for this round and then charge him further next round. Give him some at least partial cover. Yeah. Okay, Doki. Good job, Hiro. I mean, Cheddar. Hiroji is up. What are you gonna do, Mister Mister One, Mister One Man? Well, do I have an empty gun right now? Yeah, it's empty. I do. It's annoying. I think I must perform a bonsai type maneuver. Okay. He's running. Should I go there and then get a shot right at one of these guys, maybe? With what weapon? Um, moving. I have to move and reload. I think. Yes. So I don't think you can reload while you're moving. No, I, I, I can't. I, I have to do spend an action to reload, which I... You know what? I think, there actually I think are it, better... Adva- there's like the advanced. There's the Sharon Eye Rifle Advanced. That has four rounds. I know. I know. I looked at that already. I know. I looked at that already. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, I'm gonna make a... I'm going to make a... a I'm going to drop this sniper rifle here. Okay. Um, no, I'm not going to drop it here. I'm going to run. Let me do my run first. <laughs> you run, you reload. No, wait, you're going back. Okay, dropping. No, wait. Uh, no, wait. Uh, oh, hey. Uh, oh, 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 hey. You're going to climb up the wall. Next thing you know, he's going to jump off the side and run down the mountain. Uh, I'm going to try and do everything. Can I, can I reset my movement? Because it's all going to be uh, here. 
Just hit one of those uh, buttons, sir. All right, oh, it's all for cocktail. All right, how much movement is that? It's Hiroji's Parkour Theater. Cause you got to go around. That's like eighty. All right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make, I can move eighty. That's, that is my move. I'm gonna double move, and then here is a free action. I will, and uh, uh, drop my, uh, drop my rifle, and pull out my, pull out your stuff. Got pull it. out my pistol. You got it. Coltus is going. He moves there. He attacks you with his scattered gun thing. You know what? No, he's not. He's going to pull out his longsword. Wow. He's going to engage in melee. I like it. Go there. Wow. He's, he's, still, uh, he's still totally messes. Because Mo, Mo is a soldier. And Mo doesn't take any right. crap. Mo is a melee soldier, too. He's melee. I know. Mo is a man. Mo is a man. What's Mo, well, what's, what's Mo the man going to do? Has this been hit before? You've been hit. You got hit by the. No, 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 no. Has this cultist that moved. No, no, no one's been. No one's hitting anyone. The cultists have never hit you. No. Has any of us hit the cultist? No, not that cultist. Nope. He's not. uh, He's he's, he's pristine. Yeah, I shot the other guys. All right. Well, frick. Uh, I'm going to take a guarded step. Actually, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do a full move action and attack twice. Okay. You do that. Full attack. Here we go. On the cultist. Ready, set, go. That's greedy, John. Hits him once. Rolls a 15. Wow. Oh, good. Wow. We like Hits him for Rolls 35 points of damage. And I'm done. Pelinar sees that. Once again, he says... Oh, Pelinar goes. So Pelinar, he's the one, the elf with the glowing weapon who's watching this all curiously. He just sort of takes one more step up north, like there, five feet up. A little closer to you, but he's still a good 40, 50 feet away from you, and he's just standing there holding his weapon. He does appear to be glowing and gathering energy. So Mm. probably something's Mm. going on. There. Supernova. Now Tahoman goes, and he's like, <laughs> he actually claps. It's like, well done, well done. Congratulations on killing my men. Shame I didn't get to. Your turn now. And again, he casts a spell, and he throws the frisbee of death. First, it goes to Mister Mo. Partial cover. Frisbee of death. It's Mr. Mo. Mysticism check. Wait a minute. Points of damage. Wait a minute. A what? seventeen hits me. No, a twenty-six uh, hits you. I oh, I'm looking at. <laughs> You're looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> what that spell <sighs> was? You actually rolled a seventeen of mysticism, and do you know? So he he rolls three d six damage. He did it before. He rolled sixteen damage before for three d six on the spell. This time he rolled three d six. Got a fifteen for damage. Almost, uh, and it's going to cool. hit more people. Oh yeah, it's going to triple five. Yeah, you triple five. Yeah, box fives and five five ten the hard way. You got ten the hard way plus five. Uh, you don't know what the spell is because it's too good. It's too good for me. It's too good for you. You're going to have to try again. Right. Oh, you don't I'm sorry. Know. 
Now the disc, the frisbee of death, ricochets off of Mo and goes to Cheddar, and hits Cheddar for a six. Cheddar four points of damage. Poor Cheddar. Cheddar does not look good. Now I'm, wearing, I'm literally wearing Cheddar's shirt right now. And now it's ricocheting off. I want to say for the record that Hiroji is a little closer than I am. I just want to be clear. Oh, wait, well, I had cover. Died for three had points. We both have covered. They rolled a twenty-nine. Slightly closer. And then it ricochets off of Hiroji onto Rusty. right to Rusty. I accept that. That's fine. Also, only three points a day. Oh, for God's sake! The same. Never damage. a miss. Seventeen hit though. <laughs> yeah. And of then it goes and ricochets and hits Tuttle. Ooh, All right, so five, five hits in a row. Seven points. <laughs> five hits in a row. I can't even put together five hits in five weeks. I well, mean, I, I know. that is a concern. You're right. Yeah, I guess. Well, next, when you get to level five, you get some huge I upgrades. Some, I did, like I your sneak stuff. attack or whatever, your trick attack goes from 1d8 to 3d8, which is pretty insane. You get which a lot of three damage. <laughs> right, so instead of 1d8, 1 point damage, he'll go 3d8, 3 points of damage. Exactly. <laughs> that just means exactly. I get to roll 3, 3, I 3, do not lie. I do not lie. So they roll one, 1, 1, 1. <laughs> but he's going to take another guy. 5. But there's more space behind him that kind of snakes up, but for him. Um. So yeah, he throws that thing. It just bounced off. It is an awesome spell. It just... Rusty, kill this. It wow. literally hit every single one of you. Rusty's up. Kill that one. Uh, I believe I actually... I really like spellcasters. I really like... I understand. Uh, okay, Steve, can I do a move action sense motive and then a standard action bluff? Or do you require a standard action sense motive? Well, what are you trying to sense motive for? Uh, the elf. I want to know his motivation and whether or not I need to reinforce my lie to keep him out of the fight. Your line is weak, so your line is runaway. But... My, my lie was a 32 bluff, and he didn't attack. So if you I'm, do a move, I, I I'm just going to make the DC way higher. If you do the, D, it's really a question of are you quickly looking over and like quickly determining, or are you spending six seconds to like actually figure out? So it's up to you. Okay, you want to so do that's, it? That's a fair answer. Yeah. Um, my guess is I'm going to do a bluff check anyway, but I will try the harder difficulty sense motive because sure. hey, maybe I'll get something out of it. Yeah, I sure. imagine almost any response I'm going to end up doing the bluff anyway. Okay, you're moving though, or are you not? No, moving? as a move action is what we're talking about. Oh, okay, so you're not moving. Okay. Oh, so that's out of 24. Wow. Pretty good. 24. Do you get a plus six? A plus D6? Or are you rolling anything else or no? Do you get the plus? That was my move action to get a, a read on the elf before I make a bluff action. It looks like the elf is. He, I mean, he's not going towards you. It looks like he's literally guarding his area and he's not actively going towards you. If you're going to take a guess, you would say that it looks like he's actively guarding his little area but that's it like he he's purposely holding up his spear that's good but he doesn't look like he's gonna he's attacking you but he also looks like he's ready to pounce pounce on you guys at any second and he's getting ready for a full bludge attack but he's not actually going in. hold on that second part means that he may charge and attack us so okay so he I could could. he looks like he's i mean he's a solarian as you know and you know he can like do things like supernova and black holes and all that stuff so 
as for now, you don't think anything's happening. Well, guarding and preparing to attack are two different things. That's that's in fact they're exactly opposite. Okay, then that's, he's that's, that's up in this way. He's preparing. Okay, he's preparing his Solarian powers, which take a few rounds to charge up. But all he's doing is standing there with a guarded spear, ready to hit anyone who seems to advance on him. But he's not done anything to you yet. Okay, so he is preparing to attack. I'm going to take one more round of trying to fool him and confuse him, and next round I'll be doing my other things against the boss because you guys are getting close. Okay, uh, so great. My action is I say, Demon, you're not fooling any of us. We're going to actually save Tahoman from your clutches back in the temple because we know that you cast spells on him just like the spells you're casting now. None of us are fooled by this. And... Bluff of 31. Okay. Damn. Nice. Nice. You recall earlier in the game when I mentioned Steve, I will never fail a bluff test for the remainder of this game. Well, uh, you might have failed. We don't know. But anyhow, you're DC 30 out. at fourth level? Are you kidding? He's not a fourth level. Uh, He's not a fourth level. Yeah. Nothing to do with yeah, you. Fourth level encounter. I'm might saying. Might have I mean, been a DC is... 48. Yeah. For DC 48. Yeah. But no, seriously, level. that's. Yeah. Huge oh, help. DC 25 I, is hard at level four. DC Bob, what I think is going on, I think yep. he believes you, and yeah, he's falling he's back to his earlier programming of just yep. guarding the temple. So, and that's actually what I was thinking as well. Absolutely. That's, that Tuttle is like a great move. double move up to the uh, Damn, Tuttle. the communication oh. console Whoa. and drop he's prone there. Okay, you drop the horn behind. Use it to cover. Well, no, next turn I want to like do an engineering check and see if there, see if it's, is it giving commands to the elf? Is there some way we can use it? Is it, you know, cool? And I guess I'll bring Cheddar up next to me. Cheddar, don't take that spot in the middle. I need that spot. Just saying, go where you want. I need, I need to do stuff. Wow, Cheddar just doesn't carry there. He's an animal, wild man. Yeah, he is. Roji's up. Oh, I will do my move. I will. Wait, I'll, wait, wait. You're gonna have to go around the wall. Yeah. I, I have. I have. I move forty. So I'm assuming I can do that. That's forty. Right. Oh, uh, that's forty. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's okay. Um, I can uh, do my trick attack. Let's do that first. Sure. Twenty-three. Not enough. Mm. Really. Gonna have to do it the honest way now. It's twenty plus the DC, right? Yep. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you ain't enough. <laughs> okay. Attack. <gasps> Static arc pistol. You pull that thing out. Yes. Oh my god! You hit. And it didn't do minimum damage. Five points of damage. Good job. Wow. That's that's Hiroji. We we need to see. Wow. Good job, Hiroji. All right. I would have done an extra D8 if I had actually got my thing. but Okay. Uh, Maurice Dupinski, Sally's fourth. Oh, and uh, Rusty, hold off the elf. Doing doing everything I can. Can I move there? Nope. All right. Then I will move here. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to whop him one with my pike. Okay. And I'm giving these guys... Oh, it doesn't even matter. He's just going to move. You know what? I'm going to move forward uh, one. Okay. And a regular attack with the pike. Rolls a six for a miss. 16 misses. 
Wow. Bummer. All right. And I'm done. Eleanor is just standing there at the ready, looking at you all, holding his spear, not doing anything. Oh, man. He looks at Mr. Mo and laughs. <laughs> He's always laughing at me. Oh, how cute. You think you can get into my face? <laughs> Please. Okay, now I really want to kill this guy. He's going to take a five-foot step back. Guarded step? They call it guarded step. Uh, he will cast a spell. Yes, you can do your attack if you wish. Uh, I will. Um, you can't do anything. No, I can do something. Oh, I can do. I can make skill check. Yeah, that's all you can. Misses. Oh, seventeen. Another seven. Ah, uh, what spell? Oh, yeah. Now you know what it is. Is it, is it that nasty uh, shield, horrible thing? It's a magic, uh, magic. Uh, oh, what's it called? It's yes, called hurl force disc. Nice Tron. It's I call, Tron. I, I, I call the Tron. Spell. It's Mo for twenty-eight for fourteen points of damage. It ricochets off Mo. Mo's done for. Cheddar's done for. And hits his own cultist. They're all dead. There's no cultist. It hits his own equipment. It hits the wall. And hits the the cultist is uh, the, the equipment's uh no it only goes after the targets he wants it to go to. And then it ricochets off Cheddar. Then ricochets to Tuttle. Deflect it with your disc, Tuttle. He does. Oh, <laughs> nice. Tuttle is the <laughs> hero. Hiding, hiding, by, hiding behind the uh, tower. And then it tries to hit. It tries to hit Hiroji. And it misses. Nice. Oh. Nice. 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 That is nice. so good. Oops, I did the wrong. The important thing is that it did not make it to Rusty at all. That's good. And then it goes towards Rusty and pants out and falls right in front of you. And it ran out of energy right before it's going to hit you. Damn, I wish I knew how to cast spells. So what actually right. you know this force disc, you know what this does. Pearl force disc, it creates a spinning disc of pure shimmering force and you hurl it at your attack. At your uh, your opponent within range, and then it goes against your EAC. It does three d six points of damage, and then it ricochets four more creatures of your choice, but they can't be any more than fifteen feet away from each other. And then each one is a separate attack. So Rusty's twenty feet away, so it just it couldn't get to him. Oh, that's good to know. And it tried, it's, but yeah, it's a Tron disc of death. It's awesome. I like it. That's a good spell. And now I'm going to get in clustered amongst all of you. Rusty is up. Yeah, I need to see the guy around the corner because this round I'm going to try and make him flat-footed for the rest of you. Can't you give, like, give me a get him? Like, I want to get him. Don't you have that? Uh, next round. Uh, right. the, the plus two I'm giving you to hit for his flat-footed. As of next level, I'll also give you a plus one to hit in addition to his no, minus two armor class. Moe's in the meat damage. Look at that. Yeah. Okay, I shoot at the bad guy in order to actually make my uh, my uh, cutting feint attack. Okay. You're shooting at him. Ooh. Look at that. Wait, I actually shot him for... <laughs> 20. Wait, do you hit? Because he does have cover. I forgot about that. Uh, he gets a plus one for uh, assisted shot. Yeah, you barely hit. That has to hit. Really? No, no barely. 
barely, <laughs> barely hit. Well, and I actually may make him flat-footed to my own attack. So let's let's see if I make my bluff. Well, you're supposed to do that first. Well, actually, it's as part of the attack. You're right. The order. You make him flat-footed to my right. attack. Uh, to everyone's attack this round. Hold on. Oh, good. Uh, I'm going to choose to re-roll that. 21? Yeah, it's only a roll of a 6. I think I can do better. I don't think you can, Bob. Yeah, 29 bluff. Oh. I wish you kept your 6. Um, alright, you, you bluff uh, him. You, you freak yeah. him out. You, you figure, I don't know. You go, you zig when you should have zagged. Alright, you're done. He's flat-footed to everyone until my next turn. Subtles up. Hooray! Um, I hate to waste your your buff or whatever, but Tuttle's going to take an engineering check, or com- either engineering or computers on this console and see if it's anything interesting. Uh, which be, one would be would which be one computer. would be more appropriate? Computers. 24 on your computer's check. Yeah, this actually is fascinating. I'll tell you in a sec. I mean, most immediately, I'm wondering if maybe it helps control the elf guy and maybe we can hijack it. Though, system... if, if it did, he probably wouldn't abandon it so easily. The system is massive, and it looks like it's only capable of being moved by several strong people. It's broken into smaller components, and it's completely disassembled. And it, you're, you believe it's a communications unit of some sort. And even in this broken-up state, you can probably boot it up and access it, but it's going to take a while. Oh, this but it's is- not active right now. No, it's completely oh, okay. inactive. But that's kind of things. that's more what I was I was thinking I was seeing I was more curious if it was playing some sort of role in this combat. It's not active. It's basically broken up into several pieces and they brought it down. They're basically it was the two guys carrying the pieces and yeah, and it has to be put okay. together. All right. So I guess that's all I get for this turn and then I'm going to send uh, Cheddar up to attack. You should smack it. What? I'm going to put him there. He's actually next to Cheddar. You attack. Eight for 14. You miss, even with the minus two. And plus one. So it's a There's no plus point. one. Um, that's only for ranged attacks. That's for ranged attacks. Uh, yeah. Ranged, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my thing. I'm going to move into range. And, uh, right. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want any minuses for anything. Well, do you no, have you're, cover? You're, you're firing through two people. You're firing through me. Uh, it's hard to see where everyone is. Okay, I'm going to move everyone to the left. There you go. Oh, then you want to be down and to the left. Right. That's good, right? No minuses. Uh, yeah, you can shoot. Okay, so now you do get a plus one from me. Okay, good. And I also want to do my trick attack. Let's do that first. That's most assisted shot. And he's flat-footed to you from me. I want to make sure you know that my bonus is better than John's. Yeah, it is. It's 23. You miss again. Uh, did you get your bonuses in there? You missed with a 20. Oh, stealth. No, he doesn't. Oh, that's not bonuses. your attack. That's your nope, stealth. That attack. That's a stealth. Stealth check 23 does not do it. You do not trick attack him. Mm, okay. You can put more points in stealth. You don't have nearly. Oh, maxed out. Come on now. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. I mean, I rolled a nine. I, 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 uh, yeah, you uh, rolled a nine. I got a twenty-three. We all know. Excellent, you hit. You I, hit barely. You got a fourteen. Only with the minus, what? You managed to hit nice. a fourteen hit barely. Uh, Cheddar hit. Well, minus minus two. Minus two for yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because Cheddar's fourteen missed. Okay. Yeah, but I'm better than Cheddar. 
The yeah. Cheddar was hitting first with a melee weapon. No, I'm not a range. robot. I'm a sentient. You being. are not better than Cheddar. Cheddar's I, the brains of this. I would like Cheddar to recite the three laws because I don't know if he knows. Isaac Asimov added a fourth law, the zero law. Do you know that? The zero Full law. attack. That's right. And I think Cheddar's following the zeroth law, which is why he doesn't obey us. I know. That's the problem. This is a full attack, so there's minuses in there. So you're doing a min- you're doing a full a minus, attack? Yeah, minus two. Uh all right. One hit. And... Oh yeah, this is our last and only hope. Metachlorines. Oh, oh so, uh, not right. even so I hit twenty two twice and boom, boom. Wow, I love Mo more than any of you. Yeah. Except uh, for one small thing. Okay. First time you hit him, her. Or is it him? It's him. A his electric field around him goes off. Give me a reflex save, Mister Mo. Just Mo or the uh, I think Cheddar should uh, roll this. Mo. Oh, he's dead. Damage. Uh, trying to get Cheddar six. killed. He didn't do anything to you. It it absorbs the damage and ricochets it back into you. And Mo takes 10 points of damage. Wow. As his dying breath. Is that reflective shield? Uh, could be could be something like that. You could give me a or give me a mysticism check. Mysticism check. Alright, I will. I think I know that spell. I misplayed it before. It's gotta be a natural ability. Hey, you giving me the check or what? I'm working on it, dude. It's it's never easy. I think there's a space paladin familiar with this. A lot of skills. Nope. All that, and you rolled a five. You have no idea what it is. You you you, ah, you blinked ah. and you looked up and was dead. You don't wow. even know what happened. Hello. Okay, Talman dies. His dying breath is like, <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> and he dies. Oh no, we were late. Uh, oh well, I give up. We've lost this entire campaign. Great. How about this this guy that always Helenar looks at you all. He like blinks his eyes as if something has snapped in his brain. And uh he looks at you all and sort of uh looks around. He looks bewildered, almost like he has no idea what's going on. And he puts down his weapon. Rusty, go talk to this. What do you do? Oh, okay. What is this weapon? Uh, can I do a military uh, observation of what it is? I think I know what it was. It's, yeah, a, Solarian. it's a Solarian weapon. Oh, no. Uh, I move a little closer to him, but not closer than that. And I try to become his friend and say, ah, don't, don't you worry. We took care of that demon that was trying to confuse you. And we are your friends, after all. Uh, and I will make a diplomacy check. Meanwhile, Mo shouts out, stop him. He's getting into the temple. <laughs> a 32 diplomacy on a natural 20 roll. Wow. Well, he hears Mo. Wow. Mo said he did. Ha, no, he does not. Yeah, no, Mo said he did it. Um, uh, so he he looks at you and he has no idea what you're talking about because you don't speak Elvish, do you? I've been speaking in common. You're right. Exactly. So uh, all this time, Rusty thought he was uh, like, oh, stuff. Oh, hate to break right. to you. It had no effect on him whatsoever. Well, my thought about that is, though, that the bad guy who was telling him to attack us was also talking in common. So I assume that... Oh, no, he was talking in Elvis. Sorry about that. But the whole thing And yet I could understand him. I assume that meant common. Oh, sorry. I should have said that. But it didn't matter. Otherwise, I wondered about the language thing. Oh, 
right. Well, he was he was saying it in uh, Elvish. Um, I forgot half of you can't speak Elvish, but the other half of you can't. It doesn't matter because he was. Oh, we won't fight. I'm not worried. But yeah, he was failing his checks. Do you want to do it over again and see what happens? Yes, yes, I do. From the beginning, perhaps I I can translate for you. There you go. He doesn't understand, but he looks at you, and then he brings his weapon back up. Looks like Uh, my kind and friendly overtures and my open-armed appearance should actually still help the diplomacy check. And oh, if, it definitely helps. He's not killing you. He's just putting his. He's just bringing his weapon up. And if Hiroji is also willing to translate, as he said, that would also help. Okay, my turn ended there, acting peaceably. When it gets to Hiroji's turn, we'll see what happens. All right, Tuttle's going to go over near Rusty, and since he does speak Elvish, Perfect. he's going to say, "Guardian, we mean you no harm. We are just trying to understand the mysteries of this temple." See, I think Tuttle should roll a buff check. And believe you have been under sort of a malign influence. Yeah, that you can say, sure. Now you can do a diplomacy check. I am not a natural diplomat, but I'll give it a shot. Okay, yeah, he didn't like this. He's just uh, holding his spear up. Black stare. <laughs> Pretty much. Is Hiroji going to try anything? Why is the rat talking to me? <laughs> he says it elvish. Back over here, I... I go back over here and retrieve my sniper rifle and reload it. Okay. That was up. Um, this is diplomacy, so I'd better stay out of this. Um, I'm actually going to... This hilltop area. I... I remember it was nearby. Is that true? The hill? What hilltop? What are you talking about? Uh, the, the place where they came down, this trail. Yeah, it's like a thousand feet up in the air. It'll take uh, you a few hours to climb up it. Oh, I thought it was nearby. Um, okay. Uh, so that's... Oh, heck. He's going to... He's going to hop up on the comms unit. You're going to stand. All right, go right ahead. You stand on the comms nah, unit. He's, no, he's going to sit down on it uh, and dangle his feet off of it and uh, see what... And he's going to watch what happens. Helen R. is looking at all of you pensively, and otherwise he just says in ancient, ancient Elvish, and says, Halt, fell warriors. What do you wish of the temple? My mind has been muddled and do not remember much, and I see you have fought a big fight. Do not bring your weapons and violence here, as this is a sacred place. We can get out of rounds. So you can do what you're going to do. Oh, okay. Hey, everyone. Steve here. So there we go. They managed to defeat the big bad of book two. Now all they need to know is what the heck is going on here. They managed to kill the bad guy, but now they need to know what's going on with the story. But you'll find out all about that next week, and then the boys are going to prepare for book three. And I will tell you, level five is a big jump from level four to level five. It is significant. They change quite a bit, 
And something else is these adventure paths, one thing I like about them, especially Dead Sons, is that the books are often very different from one another. And this adventure path, the books are significantly different. So book three goes in a really different direction. For instance, book one was kind of like this intro space horror. Book two was sort of a crime noir, and then they went on this big jungle adventure. And book three is something completely different. And I think they're going to shine quite a bit in book three because it gets really wonky. So as I said, I'm going to be doing a part two of my PC GM tip. This week is what PCs should do to prepare for a game. Now, once again, this tip I'm going to give to you is from the point of view of a GM. So what I'm basically asking you is what I expect my PCs to have ready whenever they play with me. Now, this first one might seem really silly, but believe it or not, it comes up more often than not. This is a big one. Are you ready? If you're a PC, you should have all your numbers calculated ahead of time. For example, all your attacks, they should all be written down on your sheet. All your saves should be written down on your sheet. All your spell DCs should be written down on your sheet. Now, I'm sure about 95% of you are saying, of course I have this written down on my sheet. Who doesn't? You'd be amazed how many times people don't have these things written down on their sheet. And then we have to spend time figuring out and calculating what a PC's attack will be. That is completely 100% unacceptable. You should have all your attacks written down. You should have them all figured out. And more importantly, even if you have weapons that you just don't use that often, they should still be listed on your sheet. Now, if you're using something like Hero Lab or some other online tool, all you need to do is add your weapons and it'll automatically calculate all of them. But I've seen many times that people will put in like one or two weapons, even though they have like 10 weapons, and then they just say, oh, I'll figure it out from my main weapon, what the secondary weapons do. And sure enough, they end up, they want to do the secondary weapon, but something's wrong with the math, and then they got to figure it out, and before you know it, it completely kills the momentum. So if you're a PC, you need to have everything written down. Next up is spells. Again, if you're a PC, and if you have spells, you need to know what they do. I cannot emphasize this enough. I have played with so many people that have spellcasters, and then they have to look up what the spells do. Again... It is unacceptable if you are playing your character and you don't have a list of everything that it does. Now, maybe you have to look it up fine, then at least put the page number next to the spell so you can look it up quickly. But it is, again, completely unacceptable if you slow down the game because you don't know what your PC does. I have a very simple rule whenever people play with me. You need to know every single thing your character does. As a GM, I have to know a million things. I have to know how all the monsters work. I have to know all their special abilities. I have to map out the dungeon. I have to know the story. There's about a trillion things I need to do. As a PC, you need to know one thing perfectly, and that is your character. And if you're not going to spend the time to write down exactly what your character does and know every aspect of your character, including all of your attacks, 
all your spells and all your special abilities, then you should not be running that character. Now, I've seen this happen before. This even happened to us. When John was playing a wizard, he wasn't really into the wizard and he didn't understand how all the spells worked. So he would often have to ask us and look things up. And this is one of the first times he played a wizard was a while ago. Now, if you notice, he likes to play fighters just because he likes to fight and it's a lot easier and quicker for him. He doesn't have to carry around pages and pages of notes. And that is also something else, is that as a PC, you should be playing what you're comfortable with. If you don't really like playing a wizard and if the rest of the team sort of bombarded you and asked you to play the wizard or, be, or maybe they asked you to play the healer and you didn't really want to play the healer, I've seen players come in and just not really prepare because they're not into playing that character. So they just don't really look things up, they don't really come with the spells, they don't really come with special abilities, and then they drag down the game because they're just not into it. If you're not going to play a character that you don't want to play, then don't play that character. I can very easily tell if you're into your character or not, and it brings down the whole game. And quite frankly, it makes me as a GM kind of uncomfortable if you're playing a game that you really don't want to be in, and you're just there to sort of help out everyone else, but you're not having fun. So, in summary, it's not really a very long tip. First, you need to come with your character and everything written out. Second, I would strongly suggest that you use a program like Hero Lab, or there's a million free tools out there. There's Excel spreadsheets, there's PC Gen, there's a whole bunch out there that will automatically calculate everything your character does. Third is if you have special abilities or if you're a spellcaster, you gotta bring your spells with you. And if you don't want to print out a million pages, especially if you have a high level character, then the very bare minimum is you need to have notes on your spells where you can look up the spell quickly and easily so we can all reference it. And fourth, you should be playing a character that you want to play. If you're not playing a character, it's going to bring down the party, it's going to bring down the fun at the table, it's going to bring down the GM because they're going to tell you're not really into it. And you know what? Trust me, we can tell if you're just sort of there and you got bullied into being the party healer and you don't really want to do it. You know, in that case, just play a different character. Seriously, it's just going to make a lot more fun for everyone else. And if you need someone else, have someone else be the party healer. Have someone else be the tank. Have someone else be the spellcaster. You should play what you want to play. If you notice our party, we don't have any spellcasters or healers. You know why? Because no one wanted to play it. And I didn't force anyone. So that's the way we play. And they managed to somehow get by with a little bit of help from Paizo and me. But they're doing okay. They still haven't completely died. Well, kind of rusty did die once, sort of. But, you know, there's a price to be paid for that. But anyhow, there we go. That's my general tips for being a PC. So as I said in the beginning of the show, we got a lot coming up. So even though this is a Starfinder podcast, I do want to cover the Pathfinder playtest just because, well, we like Pathfinder and a lot of people seem to be very interested in it. And there's no rule that you can't play both. I mean, obviously we're a Paizo-centric podcast where we're going to be talking about 
both Starfinder and Pathfinder. And if you go to the Discord channel, which is just discord.rollforcombat.com, we have signed up and are started quite a bit of Pathfinder playtest games. As of now, there's five tables, and I'm sure there's going to be more by the end of the week. So do check that out if you want to play. We also still play Starfinder Society quite a bit. Also, if you just want to talk about the Pathfinder playtest, or Starfinder in general, there's a ton of chat going on right now because people are really into it. So check that out. Also coming up, I have a lot of things in the can. Too much, so much, I'm going to have to edit it all. But I'll try to get it up on a consistent basis on the podcast. Again, I have a really long interview with people at Paizo about the Pathfinder playtest and what to expect over the next months. I also have a nice long interview about Starfinder and also what to expect from Starfinder in the next couple of months. I have a great game where we played Starfinder Society with two great people from Paizo. I have us playing the Pathfinder playtest, which of course I got to get up because I'm sure everyone wants to hear that one. And then, oh yeah, we're still playing Dead Sons. Oh, and we're going to be playing new stuff all the time. So just stay on the website and listen to the podcast and you'll be able to catch it all. So a few bookkeeping things. Do check us out on iTunes and Android. There's a new podcast every Tuesday. For the other shows, those will be coming out sometime during the week. I'm not exactly sure. I got to start editing them. Also, make sure you check out Jason's Talking Combat every Thursday, where he does a recap of each episode. As I said before, if you check out the Discord channel, we got a ton going on there right now. That's discord.ruleforcombat.com. Also, do check out the No Direction podcast. We're going to be sponsoring all the talks from Gen Con from Paizo on the No Direction podcast. They're going to be posting them all in the next couple of weeks. You can listen to all the talks from Paizo. Also, don't forget, check out our Twitter, Facebook, YouTube page. Check out our Reddit channel. Check out our Patreon. And do make sure you listen to our review of the Pathfinder playtest. We have a one-hour roundtable discussion, as well as an awesome written review by Jason. Oh, yeah, and don't forget Armory. That has kind of fallen through the cracks because Armory came out, too, and that is awesome. I'm hoping we're going to do a podcast review of Armory in the near future as well. Okay, it's getting late. i got to get this thing out. So I will talk to you and see you next week. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com or drop us a line at contact at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember, being dead is no excuse for laying off adventuring. <laughs> <laughs>